All right, welcome to Mule Tip Tuesday. Uh, it's Tuesday, March 16th, right? 16th? Yep. Yeah, already. Wow. Uh, glad to have you guys here with us, and we're glad to be here with you. Um, uh, we've been busy. We've been going to clinics. We've been in Arizona mostly, right? The last yes. uh, four clinics have been in Arizona. We finished up that, that run, and it was really good. Um, it was mostly beautiful weather. The last one was a little chilly. Yeah, I feel like I was cold more than I was warm. I was colder there than here. Yeah. And the temperature was warmer there. <laughs> but it was good to be down there, and uh, we had four really good clinics. And if you guys didn't get a chance, um, if you didn't get a chance, then... Whoa, oops. <laughs> Titus answered a call on accident. Yeah. So if that was one of if, you, if sorry. you just tried calling me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyways, if you guys didn't get a chance, um, we've been doing these clinic debriefs, and they're kind of fun. And so uh, if you're subscribed to the podcast, Everyday Mealmanship with Ty Evans, then uh, let me know what you think of those uh, clinic debriefs. And if you're not subscribed, if you're not listening to those, then you should. Where they where they can find the podcast on all platforms, right? They, they're on um, Apple you have an iphone it would be apple podcast there's google podcast spotify spotify is a popular popular yep. one anchor um there's tons of them but they're on almost all of them so and let's thank our sponsors today sky so you thank these ones and i'll thank these ones <laughs> okay okay go for it okay mules and more magazine is one of our sponsors they are wonderful if you haven't looked them up yet it's mules and more Magazine. Oh, oh, com. Com. I almost said dot org. Dot com. Actually, it's just, is it Mules? I think it's just Mules I think it's, I know I'm like, crap. Not magazine. No, I can't. Is it? Just Mules dot com. All right. Well, it's one or the other. (laughs) Sorry, Corey. Google it. Corey's watching this like, oh, he's a stupid guy. Like, oh, we're terrible, terrible, terrible. Anyways, big thanks to Corey um, at Mules and More. If you guys don't subscribe to that magazine, you should. It's a great magazine. Did you say they're online now? Yeah, they got a digital copy, so I still like the paper copy, Um, and when I get home, I usually have like three or four of them that I've missed, so. They always go to my parents' house, because we haven't changed their address, and my dad, Mm -hmm. he just flips through the pictures, doesn't Mm -hmm. read anything, and then hands it off. (laughs) So, anyways, we're grateful for Corey, and we've got a new sponsor to mention today, and I'm real excited about this, and if you guys saw my Instagram post or our Facebook post yesterday, then you'll uh, you'll recognize these guys. But Colt Saddlery, um, these guys are awesome. They just built me a saddle, and Colt did a, I mean, he did an awesome job. Really nice. It's a dang nice saddle. Great quality. There you go. Ray yep. wants to know about your new saddle. Yep, yep, Ray. It's a dang, it's, it's a dang nice. Um, I'm really excited about it. I've already scuffed it up. <laughs> you put it we, to use. Yesterday, I um, I got a friend here in town that's it's laid up a little bit and down on his down on his luck with health stuff. And anyways, and he's calving his his hurt is calving right now, and um, so he needed help yesterday tagging calves and and he castrates right when they're born and and so I threw on the new saddle and um, the only mule I had left that I hadn't rode yesterday was. Uh, or worked yesterday was chrome, so I saddled up good old chrome, and we went and, and tagged calves. And um, she was perfect for the she, job. She, she was good for the job, and the, so was the saddle. I took a picture. Yeah. 
So I took a picture. I healed a calf, and I took a picture. I had to lean way back and get my, be- <laughs> get my belly out of the way, but I, I leaned way back and took a picture of the saddle horn. He put my brand. Uh, my brand is T-E put together, um, and he put that right on my saddle horn. So Pretty anyways, cool. It's really cool. So uh, very grateful for Colt's salary. You should have grabbed one of his cards. Um, I posted it. You just go yeah. back to, yes. was it just yesterday or two days ago? Yep. It's but you, you can find him on Facebook, too. Just look up Colt's salary on Facebook. So, anyways, we'll get the number next time so we can mention that. Okay. What else you got going? Sky, you got a DVD deal going. Yes. All week. We are selling out of the DVDs because we're going to be 100% digital. Have it just on our online video library. Yep. A little, uh, we just, we're seems like most people tell us they don't really have DVD players anymore yep. and they want to see it on their phone and... Anyway, so we're yeah going digital, hundred yeah. percent. So um, if you guys want a physical copy of any of the DVDs, they're fifty percent off right now. And um, available while supply lasts. What's the code? Mulemanship. That's right. <laughs> I had to think about it. That was a test. Go to tsmules.com. Pick what DVDs you want, uh, whatever's left, and uh, put in mulemanship. Make sure you put in the code mulemanship when you check out so you can get that 50 percent off but uh and if you didn't know all of our dvds are now they're all digital they're all in our video library you can go to tsmules.com check out that video library too so they're all on there on there plus 190 videos now and i got about 100 more to upload a little over 100 more to upload um lots of good stuff so let's get some questions you ready ready um i'm backed up like two weeks on questions so <laughs> i got a pile of them so jennifer whipple she was on here already um jennifer sh- she bought the whole set of dvds for christmas she says she's enjoying them but she says uh, one thing though i tried hooking on so she's talking about the groundwork dvd i tried hooking on with my mammoth donkey and all was going well until he suddenly stopped moving altogether. <laughs> i can picture this Donkeys. i've been there <laughs> i've been there before um, nothing I could do to get him to move again. He simply refused to budge. I had no idea how to handle this, and I'm afraid I probably reinforced the behavior by finally giving up. He was even more disrespectful afterwards, dragging on the lead rope, etc. Is this because he's a donkey instead of a mule, or is there something else I should be doing? Okay, Jennifer. Um, I, I had emailed her back, and I, I asked her if she had a chance to listen to the Wickenburg debrief. Did you listen to it yet? did so i talked a little bit about gage and his donkey do you remember that um so so at this clinic gage is working his donkey and i and i made a a strong point to gage that there has to be something in it for the donkey remember one of my favorite quotes um from tom dorrance was he said you have to treat the mule the way you should treat the horse and i'm going to throw in donkeys the same way you have to treat the donkey the way you should treat the horse and the mule okay um they need to know there's something in it for them um they are horses horses are very much people pleasers right they uh, horses really want to work for you in fact that i mean that's why most of the equine population rides horses you guys i mean uh, we don't have to lie and fool ourselves horses are people pleasers they want to work for you. A little more user-friendly. They are user-friendly. <laughs> um, the mule is just the same, and so is the donkey, except that they're more self-preservative. 
they're not going to go along with um, something go... that doesn't make sense. Yeah, they, they, I feel like they need some purpose. They got to have purpose. They got to see something in it for them. Um, if there's no purpose there, they're not into it. Now, purpose could be many things. Unfortunately for some people, the purpose for their animal working is for a treat. Right? Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's unfortunately, like their, their mule or their horse or their donkey will only do something for a treat. But still, there's a purpose, right? There's a purpose. So the bare minimum, if you give your animal a treat, maybe they'd do it for you. At least they found something in it for them. Purpose on our end of things, what I'm looking for um, is they are glad to be with me. Um, ultimate, you know, ultimately... Mules, horses, and especially donkeys, especially donkeys, are comfort seekers. They need to find the relief. And you've all heard of pressure and release. Pressure and release will not work um, with, with mules and donkeys. You can get by with it with horses. But just pressure and just release, it, it doesn't get you very far with these mules and these donkeys but especially not with donkeys. If all you do is put pressure on and take pressure off, that's not good enough for them. They need, um, as uh, Martin Black would say, you can put pressure on, but then, then they need to find relief. And this is so key. There needs to be relief where the release is. So whenever you quit, they need to find something good in that. Um, and this is the purpose I'm talking about. If, if they know that you, they will do this for you and there's going to be relief um, when they figure it out for you, they're going to enjoy it. Uh, we've talked in other episodes about dialing in, getting into this brain, um, you know, a fine, a perfect mixture, right, of anxiety. Like there has to be just a little bit of anxiety, just a little bit of stress, and then big relief. And they learn. They learn really well from that. The problem is, if there's too much anxiety, so hooking on, I can pick, I don't know how this went for Jennifer. I mean, I didn't, I don't have a video. I wasn't there, so I don't know how this went. But I've, I've had this happen to my, to me, I mean, tons of times uh, with horses and mules and donkeys, where I've put too much pressure on and there was not enough relief and they want to quit, right? Do you have like an example for everybody of the difference in relief versus... Just release. So an example between relief and release. Yeah. Release is... Like maybe a situation you can explain. Okay. Pressure and release example would be something like lateral flexion. Okay. Pick up on the rein, put some pressure on. When they find it, you release. That's pressure and release. Um, there's not a lot of... There's not a lot of relief there. It's just you just kind of quit and the pressure goes away. Um, they don't really feel good. Uh, like great about it. Does that make sense? Pressure and relief would be something like more of like a mental a halter driving session. Okay, like Dally, we just filmed uh, you know week eleven. We sent that out yesterday, right? Of the Dally Diaries. I hope you guys are um, subscribed to that. But you know the Dally Diaries. If you watch last just yesterday's, um, the full length video that is. Um, She's real scared about me touching her legs and putting the hobbles on. And so I just roll the hinds. And I roll the hinds, roll the hinds, roll the hinds. That's pressure, right? Pressure, 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 pressure. And there's just I have just enough intensity that it does add some a, a small 
mixture of anxiety in there mixed with her own already. Yeah. Um, and then I come off of that just enough so she can find relief where I want her to be. Where I want her to be in that example was to just relax, let me pet down down the legs and put the hobbles on. There's not a release. You see, I didn't quit um, asking for the hobbles, right? I didn't quit asking to touch her leg, but she found relief by letting me. Does that make sense? So there's a slight release of pressure from me going from rolling the hindquarters and I'm halter driving and I'm hustling her a little bit. I back off, but I keep going on with the task. That's finding relief. And so um, that video is on the video library. Yeah, it is. You want to kind of see what he's talking about. And you can tell if they find relief from their expressions. You know, uh, there's the there's there's licking and chewing that tells you that they're coming off of stress. They're getting a little bit of a dopamine hit and coming down from the stress. Um, but there's also other things. You know, the lowering their head, um, blinking their eyes, um, their tails quiet. So with a donkey, though, um, they need to find this relief more often. Now, with the, with the hooking on, that's what she's asking about here. Hooking on, you got to be dang good with a donkey to hook on. you got to be paying attention to their signs and their offerings, so to speak, um, that they're ready to make some changes. And hooking on does not need to be um, these half hour or 45 minute or hour long sessions hooking on can seriously like Sky's watched me do hooking on sessions a bunch with Dally recently right how long are they not very long like minutes two minutes I'm serious like two minutes 120 seconds three minutes um, we have some bonus videos on video library two of those and I think I think one's like three minutes and 46 cents 46 seconds or something like that right they're short so um, Jennifer, I'm not sure how long you were working at this, but if they're going round and round, if they don't see a purpose in this, and their purpose needs to be relief, if they if they don't see something that they're going to get out of this, then it's uh, your donkey endeavor, endeavors will be challenging all the way through, all the way through. So um, I just do a little bit of it. Um, also, uh, most donkeys are not super forward moving animals. They they're not, um, you know. It's not going to be like Dally where she flies, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, the, with horses, see, hooking on is pretty easy with horses because they're extremely uh, flight animals, right? They, they will flee the scene. The, the horse's motto is whoever leaves first lives longest, right? The donkey's not so much. The donkey's going to go see, maybe going to go around or two and be like, dude, this what are you doing? This yeah. isn't... So... You know, and even these wild donkeys here in Utah, you know, it's funny when you come up on wild horse, we got a lot of wild horses, a lot of wild donkeys just right here locally. And you come up on some wild horses, you come up over the hill and they're gone. They're gone. Once they, they catch your smell, they are gone and they're going to run and they're going to keep running until they've forgotten while they were running. <laughs> and then they're going to stop and eat some grass. The donkeys are interesting. You come up on some donkeys and say you get 50 foot away. And you take one step to them. What do they do, Sky? They just go one step. One back. step back. <laughs> like they have, they're they're not gonna flee the scene. I feel um, like donkeys are self-preserving in the way of preserving energy. 
Oh, yeah. You know, like, I yeah. feel like they are the masters at not wasting energy. Yeah, they're not going to waste energy on even expressions, too. They're not real yeah. loud with expressions. Donkeys are harder to read. Donkeys are harder to read than mules and horses. Um, they don't have big expressions like others do. So, um, anyways, Jennifer, I hope that answers some of your questions and she helps did, you out. She did What'd comment she on here. Who was it? She said, yeah, I see I was driving him for too long now. Yeah, that's that's a pretty common mistake right there. But you're okay. Um, don't worry about hooking on too much with the donkey either. You know, the halter driving will be much more beneficial. So. I feel like hooking on is really good when they're, like when? When is that really I, I use hooking on, and for those of you that don't know, you can look on the groundwork video stuff, but hooking on, I use that for a mule that is really touchy, or a horse that is really touchy, um, with something that is not into me at all. When they're like, I hate humans, or <laughs> I don't need, I don't you. need humans, <laughs> and uh, it's... It's, it's, it's a totally a herd-bound exercise. You're trying to get them herd-bound to you. That's what it's all about there. So, All right. Great question. Let's go, on to, uh, let's go on to the next question here. So some of these are a couple weeks old. Sorry, those of you that wrote in, and I haven't got to these yet. So first one is from... Uh, second one. Second one, yeah. First one was Jennifer's. So Jennifer, <laughs> let, let us know what you think of that. She said thank you. Okay, I'm she glad. Focus on the halter driving now. Cool. Thanks, Jennifer. Um, Scott Nichols, are you on here, my friend? Um, Scott wrote in. And he says, "What would you suggest I do to develop a better uh, to develop better forward motion?" Um, he's got five rides on a five-year-old colt. Uh, this colt walks and trots, but will only do a few strides at the lope. So, Scott, forward motion is my most important thing with a colt. I mean, at the very beginning, they got to go forward. If I can't move them, I don't know how I'm ever going to stop them. I don't know how I can ever uh, get them to turn and, and, and back up and, and leg yield and side pass and, and do all the things I need to do. They got to be able to go. What I, and this has kind of been a, this has kind of come up lately uh, quite a lot, it seems like, these transition things of holding them. Um, your your mule needs to see just kind of like what I was just telling Miss Jennifer. Your mule needs to see that there's something in it for him. There needs to be a reason to lope, okay? And what I see a lot of with colts is people will kick, 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 and they get to loping and they just keep on kicking. They just keep kicking, and the mule never finds that relief right in the beginning, and so it kind of dies off. It it quits moving. It's like, well, no, you just kept kicking. That must not be the answer. Um, and some people keep kicking. I used to do this, keep my legs kind of moving a little bit because I didn't want that cult to forget about me. You're up there. trying to like yep. keep the momentum too. Yeah, you want to keep know? that momentum, but you don't want to get into a habit of holding. So what I would do is develop a really good extended trot, Scott. I would get them moving out real nice to that extended trot, a real lively extended trot, and I'd back off and then build it again and then back off and then I just ask for just a little bit more, and I'm going to let that mule find its way into the lope on its own. So all I'm going to do is ask for the fastest trot that that mule's capable of. Just trot, 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 trot. It's going to be miserable, isn't it? This is what I've been doing, guys. This is you and Cupcake, right? <laughs> but you fast trot and let the mule go into the lope. Don't try to keep it loping. Make it easy for that mule to shift into the lope. That would be my focus, Scott. And then work on just two strides and then leave them alone. Three strides and build up. Uh, you got to comment? Well, well, like the mindset of 
You know, Ty's always saying, prepare for whatever it is you're wanting to do instead of just getting it done. So, for example, loping, you're going to prepare or get them get ready. ready for the lope. And yeah. You're doing that by getting into that high trot and just letting them roll over on their own. Yep. And um, anyway, so just having that mindset of getting them ready for that next whatever it is you're trying to do versus yep. like, I'm going to get it done. Get them know? ready to lope. Then get them ready for two strides. Get them ready for three strides, for four strides and build up. So make it easy. Focus on, can I make it easier to lope? Good question, Scott. Let me know what you think of that. Uh, the next question comes from Gail Schreiner. Hers is really interesting because I was, I was a little confused here when she first wrote in, and I had to read it through a few times. But the meal she's asking about, she, she, she took it back. So she doesn't have this meal anymore. Hmm. So she's got a secondary question. So this is it. So she, she bought this meal named Oli. And she said Oli was great for the first little while, but then uh, she put him in with her other mules, and he was really aggressive. And this is a John mule, by the way. Uh, very aggressive. So she took him back and got a refund. Um, and uh, basically, and this is after three weeks, so whoever gave you the refund is awful nice, because <laughs> I wouldn't have. <laughs> but, um, so... Her question is, how do I avoid getting another John Mule that's like this? This So, Ole, this John Mule would bite the other Molly Mule and kind of herd the, herd the mules around a little bit. And and, um, and she said, what part of mule psychology am I missing? Should I stick with another Molly? Um, basically, she doesn't want the drama. So she, she doesn't, has Mollies. This was this a, is John a John that she yeah. maybe hasn't had before. Okay, so the first thing I'll, I'll mention with this Gail is this is herd dynamics so she says these other two mules that she's had for years for years and years there's no drama the reason there's no drama is because they have established their herd if you could go back and recall when you got these two mules and you put them together for the first time I guarantee you there was some drama there's some biting there's some kicking and there's some moving of feet going on for sure right Guarantee it. Uh, we get new meals every year, and what happens? They gotta figure it out. They go. We turn well, them loose, and they're biting and fighting and kicking and. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny when it's we her. got Chrome, and we put them all together, and her previous owner was there, and she thought it was hilarious that Chrome was bossing everyone around. She said she's the bottom, you know. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't she's long. The, now she's at the bottom. Here. It wasn't long till she made her way back to the yeah. bottom, but she had to try. <laughs> So when, when this is her dynamics, this is, this is the psychology she's asking about. They need to establish themselves in this herd. And so there's going to be that no matter what. Um, there's going to be the biting and the kicking and the fighting. You can't avoid that. And, and people try to, and, and it does work slightly. Um, you know, they'll put the mules like next to each other in pens. And like when we like get our, interact yeah, the fence. when we get our weanlings, we buy a couple weanlings every year and we put them by themselves for a little while. Um, also because we like to free feed our weanlings. They get all they can eat alfalfa, but, um, we put them next kind of next to the pen with the rest of our herd. Um, we don't want, want them running the weanlings around and weanlings are pretty fragile. Um, so this is going to come up, Gail. This is, this is part of, of the herd hierarchy. In fact, they did the same thing to you, Gail. They just, hopefully they don't bite you and kick you too. But they need to know who moves whose feet. And it can seem pretty dramatic in the beginning, right? You're like, oh my gosh, they're going to hurt themselves. They're a lot tougher than we are. 
Um, also, I will say it has nothing to do uh, with the Johns, except that the Johns are more playful. Yeah. Like our, our John Mules, I mean, they're I just turned them out, and they're just out there goofing around right now. So it's not really aggressive behavior. It's playful behavior. But our Mollies are just as aggressive. I mean, Riata. Even more so. Riata. Uh, <laughs> we, we've got a Molly Mule here named Riata, and she is a beast. Dally is the same way. Dally is also extremely dominant. Extremely dominant. And um, her and Riata are always right there at the top. Mm. You know, it's it's who's up and who that day. Um, but it can be just, I guarantee if she bought Riata, which in my opinion, which doesn't mean a lot, but she's a great mule, right? Amazing mule. And I'm sure Gail would be stoked to ride Riata, right? She's going to turn her in there with her mollies and, and her mollies she's are going to be it. missing some hair. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> okay. So you're not going to be able to avoid this. Also, she's, Gail, I think, maybe I, I'm quoting this wrong. But she said this is like the fifth one she's gone through. Like she's buying and sending them back, buying and sending them back. So I would um, I would do more research before you're buying. Also, you're going to deal with this. This is just equine stuff. Um, you're going to deal with this with dogs, with cats, with everything. I mean, this is kind of children. Uh, children, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Gail, I don't know how. I don't have any way for you to, to, to avoid this herd drama, okay? Other than it's kind of part of it, but I, I think there probably are some that are more oh, yeah. obnoxious about it than others. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like okay, like I said, if she bought Riata, Riata is gonna light her mules up, yeah. right? But but if she bought Tina, yeah, Tina might try for a minute. She may try for a minute, but she's gonna give in real yeah, quick. She'd be like, no, no, I'm just like, not no, worth it. I'm uh, sorry, yep, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> so the, yeah, there's definitely differences there, but um, Johns and Molly's, I don't know. I've I actually would say, as far as the herd stuff, Molly's would probably be a bit more challenging than the Johns. Um, once the Johns get their little herd put together, they they might goof around a little bit. But yeah. I don't know, and and it's so general too. We've had we've had thousands of Johns and thousands of Molly's, really thousands of them, and they're all they're individuals. Yeah. Yep. I feel like Riata and Cupcake are just as obnoxious about playing with each other as the johns are. yeah yeah so we got roper and hulahan out there two they're, they're two-year-olds and they're little punk kids they're just always biting and they bite each other's legs and reach around and they bite each other's necks but you're right cupcake and and riata do the exact same thing they're yeah. they're real hard on each other so um you know there's a lot of people that do have preferences between johns and molly's and i won't get into this too much but you know sky and i we really don't they're just individuals and we've had fantastic of both. We've had challenging of both. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's move on. So, Jared Mayer, or Moyer, I'm sorry, I can't read my own writing. Ty's handwriting. My handwriting. Guys, it's a good thing you only have to read stuff he types. Hey, I ride mules. I ride mules for a living and talk for a living. I don't have to write. Um, Jared, so he's been working with a seven year old mule. He just started this seven year old. Okay. Um, from the sounds of his email, he wrote uh, uh, quite a bit, but basically this mule is really spooky, um, and and it's pretty challenging for him. So uh, his question is: Is there a point where you come to working with a mule that you just move on to the next? Um, and he wants to know if, if I've had any, uh, you know, solid he calls it victories with mules that are really nervous all the time. 
So there's a few questions there. The first thing I'll point out though is, Jared, you just started this meal and it's seven years old. Man, you gotta give this thing some time. Uh, that's like you, you judging your child on how they're gonna turn out in life by their preschool grades, you know? It's like, oh, this kid's never gonna make it in life. But it's just preschool, man. <laughs> you do worry about like, them sometimes. It's just preschool. How they're gonna you know, turn out. Yeah, the snap a bit progression is two or three years for me. And that is the educating process and he just started it. So Jared, first thing I'll say is you need to give it some time, okay? You gotta give it some time. Um, but he says, is there a point where you uh, uh, come to work with a meal that you just move on to the next? Yeah, we've moved on to lots of them, right? Um, what are the five things? Do you remember my five criteria? They're, they're really good ones. Do you remember them? <laughs> Um, I know facility is one of them. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have a place to work them. So if I'm starting a cult, and well, for, we're on the road all the time, it's kind of hard for me to start cults on the road because yeah. um, I don't always have a great facility. Um, they're different every week. You gotta have some time. If you don't got the time, if he doesn't have the time to work with this meal, call it. Um, and that's with us. We get lots of opportunity. We could offer meals every week, just about, right? We, we could probably get a new meal every <laughs> Guys, week. Guys, we could have free meals from every we, corner across. We could have free meals. Boy, I can tell you, we get a lot of free meal offers, but I don't have the time. I don't got we the don't time. We don't have time for what we have right now. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. So, you gotta facility, have, time. Yep, you got to have the knowledge. You got to know what you're doing, and that's what I'm here for. You can you can find knowledge. Knowledge is knowledge is is maybe the easiest part of this whole equation actually, because I mean I got because you what? can learn it. I we got like on that video library thirty over thirty seven hours of videos, right? We got I don't even know how many hours of podcast. This is episode eighty one of the podcast. There's a lot of ways. Eighty one episodes. There's so learn. much knowledge out there, right? Yeah. You can find it. Okay. And it, you don't have to do it fast. You yeah, know? you don't you have, doesn't have to be fast. As you're able. You gotta right. have ability. the ability. If you 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 got you know, if you start in this cult, and I call it cult seven years old, it's pretty green. You gotta have some ability because, yeah, they are gonna be goosey, and you're gonna see a scary stump and whirl around, and you just gotta be prepared for that. And you have um, to be physically able to at least to, hang yeah, in there with that. them. And uh, and the last one, the most important one, desire. The, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I know him. I just got to think a minute. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. He's that five Uh Desire. I think and, that's number one. And I'm learning. I'm trying to learn people, Sky, because I feel by the time somebody actually contacts me, the desire is dwindling. waning and dwindling. Yes. It's, you know, but you got you to gotta want to help them. Uh, colts are tough. I mean, I got a pile of them outside. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing I love colts because if, uh, if I didn't have the desire... Um, I mean, I'm just feeding a whole bunch of mules out there for nothing. I think part of the desire is having some sort of care for the mule. You know, I think once you're past like, all right, I don't, it's you know, good. you don't have any care, whether it's for the mule's well-being or just as, you know, they're your buddy, they're your pet, whatever. If you don't have that connection, then you're not going to be able to help them either. Yeah. Because you don't have that, that desire, that care. So I think that's, that's really a, good. I think that's like number one. If you don't. Why didn't I think of that? So <laughs> I think that's a big part of it, you know. Yeah, it is. You you gotta want to help the mule. You gotta, and any of you that have been to my clinics, I see so many names on here of great friends that have been to clinics, you know. And you guys all hear, heard me say a million times, you gotta do it for the mule. You gotta do it for the horse. You gotta do it for that donkey. It's gotta be for them to help them. You gotta want to bring out the best 
in the animals. That's how I, that's how I start all my clinics. We're here to bring out the best. So that's a big part of it. Um, and then his, the last part of the question says, have you had any victories with mules that were nervous all the time? And I remember, I remember one that comes to mind from our childhood was uh, Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, there it. you go. <laughs> right? So, he was a, a really big, obvious change, you know. Yeah. Or some are smaller changes. This is back when me and Sky are teenagers, which is only a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you forget how old you are? But, uh, <laughs> you know... Psycho had that name for a reason. Okay, this meal was, he was a handful. He was just scared. Scared, he, he was scared to death. To death. He wasn't mean. No, he, he was terrified. Absolutely thought you were going to kill him. He was convinced that humans we are going lions. to kill me. Yeah. So, um, it, His name came from my dad. So we got him from you guys, right? Yeah, got him from my dad. Uh, I remember trying to load him was was interesting yep. he was just scared i'm so happy that my dad's getting rid of this mule <laughs> i never think about it from your yeah, perspective i'm like oh thank god thank goodness because i'm i'm uh you know if my dad didn't sell it to your dad i don't know if he'd he sell it. Your... i think he'd give it to your dad Probably. but if if he didn't pass on to your dad yeah who's who's working that yep it would be tight me <laughs> well the name came so... from my dad would say i'm going out to work that psycho mule so come and check on me in five or ten minutes mm-hmm. you know like because the mule's just scared yep and um his name became psycho and in the end he was one of the best meals i ever had he was fan he, he's, he's fantastic he's great now he's, now he is he's just as good as as a tina as yes. as these he's amazing he's one of my heart meals yeah yeah all right. Oh, I haven't thought about him in a long time. <laughs> Good old psycho. Okay, Angela Kraus. She says, how do I keep my mule off of me? She's like a sweet dog <laughs> that wants to sit <laughs> in my lap. Uh, very distracted by food. So she'll be leading this mule, and the mule's like, ah, ah grass. I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream? Very distracted by food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Angela, Angela just did a clinic with us in Florida, and... She didn't get a chance to do the foundation class, and she didn't get a chance to even watch that. Remember, she came a little later every day. But Angela, it's it's just as simple as going through that groundwork checklist. Get your meal broke to lead. If they're broke to lead, it's pretty simple. If they're broke to lead, they're not going to drag you over there to take a bite of that grass. Uh, they're not going to run over you. I think just they're going to be with you. H- higher standards too. Boundaries. Yeah. You need to have boundaries. You need to have some standards, and then stick to them. The mule knows if you're bluffing, you guys. The mule's like, no, no, because you know. And if you and if you let them kind of push on you once, and then you go strict, and then you put let them push on you again. And there's, you know, when there's not a consistency. Yep. So Angela, it's just as simple as getting the groundwork basics going, going through that checklist. Okay, sticking to the standards, sticking to your boundaries. Hey, you know something cool about Angela, though? Um, I was going to tell you, you should mention So, if you, guys listen to, if you guys do listen to these podcasts, and those of you listening right now, because this is going to be on the podcast later, um, if you listen particularly on the Anchor app, right? Anchor. You can leave us a voice message. So, she left us an awesome review, and I'm actually going to... Uh, I should post it with this one. I don't know. I'll post yeah. it on one of them. But she left left us a cool review on there, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but if you guys also uh, have questions and want to call in with a question, you can record it and send it to me, and then I can play it. Then we can put it on the podcast yeah. and then answer it. Yeah, we're getting high tech. 
We're learning. And I don't even know this. She she helped us discover this. <laughs> I'm just all of a sudden I get a notification on my phone that says Angela Krauss left you a voice message on Anchor. I'm like, what? How do you do that? So, anyways, that's pretty cool. Okay, Angela. Um, there you go. Um, Lisa Whitney. Uh, her young mule struggles with centered circles on the ground. Um, she's got a couple problems. The nose will go out. The hip will come in. When she dr tries to drive the hip out, the mule kicks at her. So, that's not fun. <laughs> um, you know, we always talk in the clinics... Uh, in the foundation class the only time you will get kicked and I'm almost gonna guarantee you're gonna get kicked in the groundwork is when that nose is out and that hip is in and she's doing ground she's doing groundwork trying to do these center circles that's what her question is about how to how to get these these circles better um, so timing timing is yes. critical here as you guys are doing your groundwork if you can picture your meal going around you let's say they're going around to the left Okay, you're sending the mule to your left. So you have their left side to you. And you're trying to do these circles. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to time up with that left hind leg as it's leaving the ground. The reason we time up while it's leaving the ground is that's the only time you can redirect a foot is as it's leaving the ground. As it's coming down, you, you it's on its way. It's on course. It's going where it's going. You can't stop it. So unless you trip the mule or something, which... People do that. Mm -hmm. They get bracy. That's a whole. Not, that's a whole different topic, right? I could do a whole topic on how to make a bracy meal, um, but it's pretty easy. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so, Lisa, I'm gonna time up with this foot, and as it's leaving the ground, I'm gonna just bump the lead rope toward me. Just bump it to me, and at the same time, I'm gonna drive the hip out with my flag. I'm gonna use a flag for this exercise for sure. Because especially I want that if distance. If they're kicking, they're kicking at me, you yeah. bet. I'm going to use a flag not just to tell into my lead rope. I'll use a flag. And and, uh, and I'll, it'll just build like that, a little at a time. And I'm looking for uh, a nice centered quarter circle. And then a centered half circle. And then a centered three-quarter circle. I'm going to build like that. And it may t I might spend 15 minutes just doing quarters, right? I might clear the front to the right, go around. A little quarter and stop clear the front to the left go a quarter circle and stop and then go half circles each way three quarter circles each way and I'd focus a bunch on that but clearing the front will be one of your best friends um, to just start with I feel like so many people don't start with that piece mm -hmm. right they don't begin they just start behind the shoulder you start well, behind we the see shoulder people every week and they'll be like okay I'm ready and they're in front of the mule and they walk over to the side so that they can start their circle yeah. rather than starting just wherever you're at and moving the clearing the front it. begins your yielding process they yield to you and so as long as you're clearing the front right and if you don't know what that is you got lots of videos on youtube and the video library but start with clearing the front lisa that will be your best friend to getting a good start with these center circles and then like i said time up with those feet um i want to add to this so some of you guys saw us in uh, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico for the, what, what's it called? Well, there's the two, mule, two of them. The Mule Trainers. 15 and 16 American Mule Trainer Challenge. American Mule Trainers Challenge. So the year that we had the mule we called Lucky, the little Palomino, it was feisty, feisty. <laughs> mm. um, I watched Ty work with that mule, and there were so many times 
where I could see, like, it was just a split second. That mule was about to kick, and Ty would catch it just, I mean, like, yep. right as she thought it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but she could have kicked my face out. Yeah, she, she was, was fast. She was, she was, I mean, she's just one of those small mules that's just like, you know? Yep. And um, I remember, because he didn't have a mic on to explain what he was doing, but that's why I remember being like, oh, I wish that he could be talking about this right now because they're all missing. Like they're not even seeing this mule's trying to kick him because the leg's not coming out. He's catching it that fast. So just like Ty said, timing is huge for that. And if they do get real bad kicking though, Lisa, um, I recommend getting some professional help uh, so that somebody is experienced watching this because um, it's no joke. So I don't, I don't suggest you learn on your own on this one because then your teeth will look like mine pretty quick. Okay, <laughs> uh, learn the hard. Don't learn the hard way on this one. Learn from other people's experience. So if it's if they're kicking that bad, get some help. Um, maybe look up a clinic. I'll help you when I when I get there, um, or go find a uh, somebody that can help you with that too, because that's a big deal. There's some good questions today. Yes. And we went we went overtime. I know. You guys got a bonus. I like I like going I like going overtime. You guys got a bonus 15 minutes, but you guys deserve it because we've been gone for so long and missed these. Yeah. So, but uh, hey, if we could ask you one favor, if you guys enjoyed today's Mule Tip Tuesday, if you appreciated it in any way, would you please leave us a review, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts? Leave us a five star rating if you think we deserved it. Let us know what you think of these podcasts and these Mule Tip Tuesdays. Um, click the share button. Yes, And tell your friends. So, hey, and if you have a question for Mule Tip Tuesday, uh, email me, ty at tsmules.com, and put in the subject line, question for Mule Tip Tuesday. We've kind right? of got to the point where we can't answer them live because we've got, we take too long to yeah. do it. So if you have a question, lots of send it in, and then we will answer it the next week. Yep. Hey, until we see you next time, God bless, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Thank you.